Ladies and gentlemen, it is another day. You are tuning into another episode of Bruno Explains It All. I am Bruno, uncle to the new generation. No jokes, guys. My nephew calls me Theo, right? So Theo means uncle in Spanish. If you're Spanish or even at least follow the Spanish customs, you do not call your uncle or aunt by their first name. Absolutely not. So my nephew calls me Theo everywhere. My community and everyone that comes across us thinks my name is Theo. Theo in Spanish is T-I-O. They think my name is actually Theo, T-H-E-O. So that's why I say I'm the uncle of the new generation. Everybody's calling me Theo. Even the barber at our barber shop, he's convinced that my name is Theo. So do not ask me why I felt inclined to share this story. No, I'm lying. Someone just recently asked me what is actually my name. And I had to set the record clear. I was born Anthony Bruno. I was supposed to be Anthony James Bruno, but my middle name was never put on my birth certificate. Something that I have entertained of doing but haven't gotten around to yet. What are we gonna talk about today? Let's talk about lawsuits. Have you ever been sued? Or have you ever sued someone? Well, in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about two big Hollywood stars that are currently being sued as I record this episode, Bad Bunny and Gwyneth Paltrow. The A-list singer and actress are being sued. Bad Bunny for 40 million and Gwyneth is being sued for about 300K. Big, big dollar signs for us little folks, right? Being involved in a lawsuit is probably by far the most grueling thing that I ever had to experiment. I unfortunately gave up my voice, my experience, my story up for peace of mind. Because of the settlement that I got, I do not consider it a win. I really don't. I just wanted my attorneys to get paid and get over with everything. So I caved in. It was a years long fight for me. It was never ending. I needed it all to just stop. Like I said before, I needed the world to just go away and leave me alone. So I know that lawsuits are so excruciating to the soul, to the mind to the body i would never wish that on anybody based on my experience though there is one thing that i'd like to say and just put it out there for all my listeners and followers employers are supposed to protect their staff i was discriminated against sexually harassed and friends or i should just say people right people that witness a lot of this stuff didn't do anything to help me defend me i was pegged crazy because you see when a man cries about sexual harassment for the most part it is played down or just simply fucking ignored and that's just the truth because that was my experience and that was the experience of many other men that i have gotten to meet in my life maybe one day when i'm ready for a good cry i'll tiptoe around the story and share it without violating my gag order because that's exactly what's sitting over my head a gag order I can't explicitly say where I worked and and include specific names. Yeah, so the people and the company I worked for are highly protected with this gag order. I can speak about my experience, but it's, again, it's like tiptoeing around it. We are going to take a break for my uncut listeners. Um, I swear, every time I, oh, never mind. Every time I keep saying uncut listeners, I keep thinking about, like, my listeners who are uncut and that's not what i mean it's it's just ah but anyway to everybody who listens to bruno explains it all uncut which is featured on spotify it includes uh, music from your favorite artist it includes extended um segments please check it out we'll be right back
Alright, so now that we're back from playing a Bad Bunny song, let's talk about him. This is probably the second or third time we speak about good old Benito and Bruno explains it all. We're fans here, huge supporter of the 29-year-old performer. He had a huge performance at this year's Grammys, had sparked romantic rumors with Kendall Jenner, and is now being sued for $40 million by an ex-girlfriend. Carlise de la Cruz Hernandez, whose breathy recording was included in two of the artist's songs. Pati is one of them. We just played it during the break. It is claimed in a lawsuit filed this month in a Puerto Rican court that her voice and the phrase she came up with are being used without her permission. She says thousands of people commenting directly on social media about the trendy phrase, as well as when she goes out to public places, has caused and currently causes De La Cruz to worry, anguish, feel intimidated, overwhelmed, and anxious, her lawsuit states. Okay, the couple was set to marry back in July 2016, but after signing to Rima's Entertainment and an acceptance to a Puerto Rico law school for her, their relationship ended. She was approached about selling the recording to a representative for Bad Bunny and again by someone working for the label Rima's Entertainment. However, a deal was never reached according to De La Cruz. It has been alleged in some media stories that the initial offer was just $2,000. That is not even like a percent of what he's worth. So here's what I think. Let Uncle Bruno break it down. I think the only anguish you're suffering, Ms. Dela Cruz, is over the broken relationship that didn't quite make the cut. No one, no one at all is listening to those two songs to hear you say, to my understanding, the song Pati is the more popular song of the two he sampled your voice on. And no one has ever told me. Again, yeah, I downloaded that song because of that bad bunny baby line. Yeah, that's what sold the song to me. The inebriated female voice in the beginning moaning bad bunny baby. Sis, I'm not even sure if you was high or horny when you recorded those three words, but I do not think it warrants a $40 million lawsuit. I'm not saying you shouldn't get compensated for your air quotations work, but $40 million? Absolutely not. Leave Benito alone before Titi comes and fucks you up. Okay, so that was our Bad Bunny story for today. For you, again, Spotify listeners of Bruno Explains It All Uncut, I want to thank you for continuing to come back. We're going to break for another song. Please follow and subscribe, guys. Participate in the polls and all that fun, good stuff on Spotify. When we come back, Gwyneth Paltrow sued. And no, it's not over her pussy candles. Alrighty, A-list actress Gwyneth Paltrow, the actress who starred in movies like The Perfect Murder, Hush, um, Shakespeare in Love, is being sued. Her lawyers, though, found inconsistencies in the testimony of the first witness, called to take the stand in the 2016 ski accident lawsuit. The lawsuit was filed by a man named Terry Sanderson, and he accused Paltrow of crashing into him while skiing at the exclusive Deer Valley Resort and then skiing off after the accident. That's so weird. So she's going to hit you and then just, just get up and ski off. The incident left him with a permanent traumatic brain injury, four broken ribs, pain, suffering, and loss of enjoyment of life. That means he can't get hard. Along with emotional distress and disfigurement, according to the lawsuit obtained by Fox News Digital, Craig Raymond, a friend of Sanderson's, was skiing nearby and allegedly heard a scream just before the collision happened. We were skiing down the run and then I heard this yell, this scream, he said. I looked over and then I see this gear just slam into the back of Terry very hard. She hits him directly in the back. He skis, the tips go out like like this and he falls face down kind of spread eagle 
When Paltrow's lawyer, Steve Owens, asked Raymond to recall part of his deposition, I'm telling you, depositions are horrible. Raymond had a difficult time answering yes or no questions about the incident. Owens recalled 300 pages of transcript and a statement from Raymond, but Craig couldn't remember if Paltrow was wearing a helmet, hat, or goggles on the day of the collision and also taking a photo with Ski Patrol following the accident. She just had a blank look on her face. He recalled of the Marvel Cinematic Universe star after the crash which left Sanderson briefly unconscious and requiring medical attention on the slopes in addition to an emergency room visit the following day. Sanderson's legal team admitted they may call Paltrow to the stand on Wednesday if witnesses are unavailable due to scheduling conflicts. They also revealed Gwyneth was initially scheduled to take the stand on Friday. Owens referred to Raymond's deposition via laptop multiple times throughout his testimony. Testimony. Terry was wearing a helmet, Owen said. The person he collided with was not wearing a helmet? Raymond answered, I don't know. Did you tell me she was not wearing a helmet? He asked to which Raymond said, I don't remember what she was wearing. Owens continued, did you previously tell me under oath that she was not wearing a helmet? Raymond answered, I can't answer that. I wasn't really paying attention to what she was wearing. Paltrow's lawyer reminded Raymond he previously testified that under oath before proceeding with further questions. When Owens asked, Gwyneth looked shaken up to me. True. Raymond responded, yes. He followed up with, even though she had no helmet, no goggles, no mask or scarf, you did not recognize her? Is that true? Raymond answered again, yes. Owens questioned if someone had at least asked Terry he was a right after the collision. He nodded yes, according to Raymond's deposition. He nodded a little bit. He never said yes, Raymond said. Raymond later testified he never said he was okay. He could hardly stand up about two minutes before the ski patrol came down. He had a hard time knowing what his name was. He had no idea where he was even at. He said he was okay. He probably said he was okay. Owens reiterated, did you say that five years ago? If I did, I probably didn't understand your question, Raymond said. I think you're taking this stuff out of context because I never said he was okay. Carlin Davidson was dating Sanderson at the time of the collision and said their relationship fell apart shortly after the incident. Of course it did. She described Terry as a fun-loving, joyful, and very ambitious with a lot of energy. Davidson had a lot of trouble keeping up with him. On the day of the accident, she met Sanderson at home and when he walked in, he looked disheveled. She remembered he was very pale and complained of pain in his ribs. I think they determined a slight concussion at the clinic, she said. Davidson said he started pushing me away after the accident. He had no joy left in his life, she recalled. Not knowing what he was dealing with, I thought it was relationship status things. And so I blame a lot of it on that. And now looking back, I think there was a lot going on. She added, I thought I had met the love of my life when I met Terry. He broke my heart when he started pushing me away. So now because of this accident that Gwyneth allegedly hit him from the back, left him in the snow there, all spread eagle, bald eagle, whatever they 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 wanted to compare it to right it affected his um life so much so that his relationship went downhill and now the ex-girlfriend it's saying that in the moment she thought it was something personal towards her or towards their relationship but it's obviously something that he was suffering after this accident sanderson is suing paltrow for three hundred thousand. she filed a counterclaim seeking attorney fees and one dollar in damages her defense claims Terry crashed into her. One of Paltrow's ski instructors had reportedly asked Craig if he knew that your buddy just took out Gwyneth Paltrow. Paltrow's lawyers are prepping Gwyneth to take the stand. In addition, Paltrow's attorney said the jury will hear from her now husband, Brad Falchak, and her kids, Moses, 16, and Apple, 18. 
Oh, little apple. The lawsuit also claimed Paltrow got up, turned, and skied away, leaving Sanderson stunned and lying in the snow, seriously injured. A Deer Valley ski instructor who had been training Miss Paltrow, but who did not see the crash, skied over, saw the injured Sanderson and skied off, falsely accusing Sanderson of having causing the crash. That is all of the details that they have so far of this lawsuit. We are going to see how it plays out and continue to report it. We obviously we don't know who hit who. He's saying she hit him. She is saying that he actually hit her. Um, if he did hit her, my question is, how did you go away, get away from that without any injuries? And he is complaining about ribs and brain and enjoyment taken away. So, how does that all make sense? What do you guys think? If you have any roosters in this fight, please feel free to share them. All of your opinions at brunoexplainsitall at gmail.com. I hope you enjoyed this brief little mini episode. And I want you to all to continue to stream and download and share the show. Please don't be afraid to rate it and leave a comment in whatever streaming platform you're listening to this on. Thank you again for your continued support. This is Bruno. Bye.